and I'm looking around going why are we stopped in like on the left hand side lane of the freeway car stopped Rudd's is standing outside the car swapping with Chaz I was like oh my god Rudd's thought he was pulled in on a hard shoulder he was pulled in in the fast lane in the middle of the freeway I was like get in the car now on a bend Hello and welcome to episode number 41 of For Fit's Sake, the podcast brought to you by FFS Gyms. We've been away roads, we've been hiding, we let people down last week by not getting an episode out. Why? I'm gonna, I want to blame you. Yeah, um, I'm going to say we weren't organised enough and we let other things get in the way. I think that's probably it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's it really. Let's Moving on from the lads missing, but luckily we're, we're locked into the office for the next few hours. We're going to bring out some pretty good content. Yeah, no, excited to get back and uh, get this podcast back on the road. So um, you mentioned about being away in summer, so uh, I think it's probably a good place to start. Exactly, exactly. So one of the big things this time of year, we get a lot of questions about from clients, even stuff online, um, is basically like how to stay consistent or to stay training and consistent with your nutrition while you're traveling. Um, so usually we've talked about traveling little tips before, but specifically with holidays. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's very topical this time of the year and it's something we always get asked about. So we sat down and we put down a little list in terms of what we think are the important things. So probably the best place to start is like what are the common challenges when it comes to, to holidays? Um, from my own experience, it's motivation. So like staying motivated while you're on holidays to train. Um, it's going somewhere where there might not be a gym or there might not be access to the thing you normally do so you have to uh, change up your exercise routine and it can be the challenge of having less control over what you're eating in terms of food wise the challenge of the local beverages and you know a a whole host of things really I was in Leeds recently and the local beverages were <laughs> plentiful. Um, so it was a different kind of holiday. But like, that's it. But everyone faces those challenges. Yeah. I'm kind of interested because you talked about motivation. So like, staying motivated while you're away to train. Like, do people not go away to like is be not more you know what i mean to yeah. not just go to switch off sometimes like how do you keep that balance of because everyone comes home from holiday and like i've set myself back so much yeah but like you want to sort of switch off on holidays so like you have to find some way of maybe like tricking yourself into being active without maybe feeling like you're as conscious of what you're doing would that be sort of a good way to look at it yeah i think as well to go back to like what's your goal and why do you want to do it and who you are because there is like definitely some individual variants of what the best thing is for a person um, because I was chatting funny enough we had this plan um, and then I sat in a taxi yesterday and I was chatting to the taxi driver and he asked me what I did for a living and I told him about the gym and then he started telling me about one of his friends who's ad- addicted to exercise in his words uh, and he said uh, basically they'd go on holidays together for a week and his mate would train and he said like there's something wrong with him because he trained <laughs> Uh, because he's but this guy is fitting in shape but he's like basically when I go in holidays all I want to do is you know drink and you know relax and chill out and like I'd never train one of holidays and get back to it in a week's time um, but then like I don't think there's necessary I think it depends on what your goal is so I, I said to him I was kind of listening to him I was like well, I train when I'm on holidays, and then so then I said to him, I was like, yeah, but I suppose doesn't it depend on what your goal is and what you're trying to do? For example, the example I gave him was: imagine if you were an athlete or a fighter, uh, and you're in your off season, or you as an athlete, or you had your um, a fight coming up, and you had to stay a certain weight for it. Well, in that case, 
your goal should be you should you should probably train while you're on holidays yeah. you should have a plan you should probably eat better than you would normally when you go on holidays and be close to whatever your current eating plan is because otherwise you're going to set yourself back a lot and you've got quite an important goal and quite a time sensitive goal whereas if you train 51 weeks out of the year and your goal is a lot more general in terms yeah. of just being hit fit being healthy maintaining your weight then probably you could go away for a week and do nothing if you wanted to, yeah. and it w- it wouldn't be the end of the world. So I think it it really does come down to like having an honest look and going like, what is my goal? Is it time sensitive and very important to me? If it is, then you should be training while you're on holidays in some at some capacity, yeah. and you should be eating better in some capacity. If your goal is not time sensitive, you have the next fifty weeks to accomplish it. And it's not the most important thing or close to the most important thing in your life. It's just something that adds to it. Then you don't really have to train if you don't want to. You could train a tiny bit. You could, you know, have a few days where you make some better choices. But the rest of the days, you kind of do whatever you felt like. Yeah. I suppose it does really come down to what you want and why you want it. It comes down as well what's going to affect you. So, like, if you come home and you're going to, I'm going to use the word sort of complain. But if you come home and you complain about, oh, that holiday really set me yeah. back. If you're somebody who's going to reflect that way and say this got in the way yeah then that's your fault you should probably know like you know you've been on enough holidays i know when i go away if went for two weeks i don't want to say fall out of shape i don't want to come back feeling like i'm starting from square one again i hate that sort of feeling of trying to get back on i hate that term get back to where i used to get back on horse so like i'm not going to fall out of shape because then i've got some i don't want to be kind of looking back at the the experience being a negative that holiday got in the way whereas i want to enjoy that experience and i want it to be you know, I'm not going to look back and say these holidays get in the way and they interfere with my goals because like, then what's the point? Like your holiday is supposed yeah. to be a, a mental break, supposed to stimulate you, it's supposed to be time for physical rest and recovery, make experiences, but like other things in your life that are important to you shouldn't suffer as a consequence. Yeah, absolutely. And it's about finding that balance based on whatever your goals are and where you're currently at. Like just to share a little story, when I was 20 and 21, uh, went away on holidays and I did what that taxi driver said where I was like addicted to exercise I, think I know this yeah. story so like I, I basically had it in my head that like I, I, want, I want to be a professional rugby player I want to be the hardest training guy around you know I want to be the fittest I want to be the strongest I don't want to lose any you know I don't want to lose any condition so I was afraid of losing whatever I'd worked so hard for which in now in hindsight is absolutely ludicrous but that's where my head was at so what I'd do is I'd go on the drink uh, as you do and hardly sleep then get up the next morning and beast myself with some ridiculous training session and do that pretty much every day and my thinking behind that was I wouldn't go back a million miles but reality was the only way for a week and it was my off season it was absolutely stupid and regardless to say I completely ran myself down and gave myself glandular fever twice it took me months to recover from so that's you know in terms of what that guy in the taxi driver was saying to me that was the prime example of you know being addicted to exercise uh, and now with um, with the benefit of hindsight and the benefit of further knowledge I would have told my 20 and 21 year old self you've trained really hard all year your body needs a break because I was trying to be a professional athlete at that yep. time. And uh, this is your off season. This is when you're supposed to rest, go away for a week and enjoy yourself and do whatever you want to do. And then you can get back into it when you come back. But at that time I didn't have that knowledge. But if you, again, if you go back to the goals, 
I didn't have a match coming up the next week. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't have been doing what I was doing, but I suppose it's win or learn. Uh, and, yeah. and now I know definitely that if I'm going out uh, and I'm going on a holiday where it's, you know, a stag or something like that. Yeah. I'm not going to train on the stag. Whereas 21 year old and 20 year old version of me would have done that. Yeah. Because they're not compatible, the two of those things. Like, And I actually remember the, we kind of met the first time you had glandular fever. It was kind of at the end of that summer maybe. And then when you got it, when it happened to you again, the second year. Yeah. I remember like you definitely learned from that. Because I remember sitting there you were being like, I'm just such an idiot. Like I can't yeah. believe I did it again. But like that knocked you back. Um, like months the second time you were very sick for for a long time very run down both times yeah. both times i had to be on bed rest for the basically missed two pre-seasons mm. so it was so stupid uh but you learn for it but again now if you go back to what we were discussing in terms of my goal if i just sat down and go what's the goal here and is this really important to me yes it's really important but the goal for the next three four weeks isn't to be in yeah. the best shape of my life I can take it easy. I could do maybe one session on the day that I didn't go out drinking. I could do a lighter session or uh, I could train leading up to it and take a week off, uh, you know, or yeah. maybe, or maybe be more accountable and going, I still want to do some training while I'm over here. So I'm not going to go hard at it every single night because the rest of the lads are going hard at it. I'm going to have, you know, three nights where I'm going to have drinks. Yeah. Three nights where I'm going to be more moderate on the drink and one night where I'm not going to drink at all. Where yeah. If I'd have put a bit more thought into it before I went instead of just, you know, when you're that age, you're so susceptible to what everyone else is doing and trying to be cool and then trying to do this other thing that was completely incompatible at the exact same time was, you know, not not smart. Madness, Rose. The the other thing then is like, that you're talking about a very specific type of trip there, which a lot of people say, some of our probably younger listeners, they would go on those kind of trips like interrailing, uh, J1s, you know, kind of, um, if they finish college, they might go on a big trip for a couple of months with their mates or whatever. Um, Like the type of holiday or vacation that you're going on, will very quickly depend what you can get out of it in terms of looking after your nutrition uh, and looking after your training. Um, just a good example is when we went away at the start of the month, um, I went over to Portugal. It's like Portugal, lots of like really nice vegetables, fresh fish. Like you can really enjoy the local cuisine yeah. and it's it could still be you know very in line with your goals. There's fantastic training facilities, the campus where you were with Amazing. the guys. Like that's a, that's a serious place. It's an exciting place to go and train because yeah. it's something different. And you got to kind of look around and pick things. Like when we go on those trips to the States, how excited are we to go yeah. train in the gyms because they're different and they're cool. So like if you if you can kind of assess what type of trip is it, is it a basically a piss up where I'm, I'm going to be on the beer for three nights? Yeah. Okay, like m- maybe it's it is sort of a write-off for lack yeah. of a better word. I can stay active by walking. I can make sure I sleep well and I'm not up all night or whatever it is. But if it's a, a week-long holiday where there's definitely opportunities to stay in line with your goals, that, that'll have a huge impact on people. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and as well, like the duration of the trip as well. So if you're going away for more of a family holiday, more of a rest and relaxation holiday, then and you want to train and your goals dictate that if you probably take a week off, you might go a little bit backwards. You just go, okay, what's the bare minimum amount of stuff I can do? And then try and plan in things, like you're saying, that are going to excite you to go and train. So, like, when we went to the States, booking into really cool gym classes and going and experiencing different styles of training. Yeah. Um, I tell that to, like, a lot of the people I coach in terms of the online nutrition coaching. When they say, I'm going away, what should I do? I still want to train. I say, go pick the best gyms in the area and go try something. Because you'll come away with a load of new, you know, new, new exercise or new perspective on things. But also, you'll get up in the morning and you'll be excited to go and train. Um, 
And then also the duration. If you're going away for like three weeks or four weeks and you want to stay in shape, you probably you need to do training in that time. Otherwise, because basically once you take two weeks off and then your body starts to become deconditioned. Yeah. And even like with that, then if, if it's a longer trip, um, like what, what are the best strategies that people know you could train, you could go to different gyms, but like what are the other simple things that people can do like day to day while they're yeah. away? I think the thing you said about planning activities that get you out and get you, get you moving uh really really important because you can build that into your day and you're getting really cool experiences so for example you could do the cycling tour that we did in barcelona that was good fun yeah with pablo escobar <laughs> and uh we had a tour guide who looked just like pablo escobar more, yeah like the better than the pablo escobar from like narcos <laughs> he was more like the real pablo escobar yeah we so we did that and we cycled around the whole of barcelona and I recommend it to everyone I speak to who's going to Barcelona now. I say, go do the cycle tour because it's, it's, you get like a re- really good kind of three, four hours of activity cycling around the whole place. You learn loads about the city. And at the end of it, you've kind of done a workout that was fun and enjoyable. Or for instance, if you go to, say in America, we did like water skiing and jet skiing and all that, you know, that type of like water sports. Like that's the hardest arm workout I've ever done trying to hang on to those, uh, what are they called? The, you know, like kite surfer or something? No, the, you know the things where they drag you around in the tire. Oh, like, oh, <laughs> uh, the like donut. The donut. That's the hardest thing I've ever done with my arms <laughs> in my life. You know, you can you can plan in things like, or for instance for you, going and playing golf. So you go away to Portugal, you probably golf most days. Yeah, well, a few days, yeah. A few days, but that way you're, you know, if all those things, they're, you're creating memories, creating experiences, you're trying something new in the local area, but also you're being really active while you're doing it. The other one would be, uh, I say just bring your runners. Yeah. So like going back to that Bill Bowen one thing where he says, if you bought if your body or an athlete, then it, no matter where you are, if you bring your runners with you, you can just get up and go for a run two or three mornings while you're there for the week if you want to train first thing in the morning. That's something I definitely recommend in terms of training is doing it first thing. For me, that's the only way it works. Yeah. Because if I say, oh, I'm going to train today, and then I get up, go down to the nice breakfast with all the different trimmings, you have your breakfast, you have your coffee, and then you go, oh, I'll go train now. Oh, no, I can't train because I've just eaten, I'll be sick. Okay, I'll wait until just before lunch. So you go down to the pool, or you go do your activity, and it's like... I don't want to shower I, for the third time. Well, it's it. too hot in the middle of the day now, so yeah. I'm not going to do it now. I'll wait until it cools down. So if you lunch, I've got to wait a little bit Might more. Might have had a Aperol spritz at lunch. Exactly. You never know. And then it just never gets done for me. Whereas when I say, you know, say I'm there for seven days and I say I want to do three sessions. So I pick the three mornings a week that I'm going to get up, set my alarm for six, get up, go to 45 minutes an hour session, or even just go run for 45 minutes. Yeah. And then I have a shower and then the breakfast tastes even better for having the breakfast so for having true. worked out. And then you're not stressing about it all day where you're lying at the pool kind of going, oh, should I go train or should I not? That would be a big one for me. And um, yeah, I, I say probably those things. And then as well, like you can do loads of like body weight workouts or, you know, ho- hotel gym workouts. Because that's something we'd speak to a lot with people where they say, oh, the hotel gym's terrible. Yeah. And that's the reason why they, they, they're not going to train at all. But you can go in and do any variation of things. You can do higher rep circuits. You can do workouts similar to Barry's boot camps that we've done where you don't, you go on a treadmill and you run for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Then you go do your normal workout with a resistance. And then because the weights are lighter, but yeah. because you're blowing from the treadmill, get back on, blast it for 10 
do it again there's so many or you could do body weight circuits in your room push-ups squats you know like for instance you could do 10 sets of 40 squats 20 push-ups you know there's so many things you can do with your body weight I think the thing about a lot of that is like what you're talking about I think that like all the kind of body weight stuff it's it's write it down and then go do it yeah. if, if there's a bit of thought involved like you're just pl- plucking things out of the air granted yeah. some people listen go well look he's a personal trainer he knows how to program this yeah. kind of stuff but like if you were to pull someone off the street and say give me three exercises that I don't need equipment for they, like you could say jumping jacks or high yeah. knees you'll pick three things if you did them for 15 minutes just set your watch for 15 minutes just do 10 reps in each of them for 15 minutes that's like a, that's a really tough I find their, those sessions are so hard because so it's just like pick a time and work for it. So like yeah. it's even like at a weekend or something if I don't end up getting to train on say a Saturday or whatever it is but like I want to get something in. I literally have got like a set of five kilo dumbbells at home. I'll just do like 20 curls, 20 shoulder presses, 20 push-ups. I'll just keep doing something like that, 20 squats, whatever it is. And like I'm blowing big time. Yeah. And you get a really good, it's that like dope, that hit that you get from doing it. You're like, wow, okay, like the odds were against me I've yeah. you know I, I've had a, like a I'm on my holidays I just it makes you feel so much better straight away That that's what I find anyway and the other thing you didn't really mention is um, we're talking about activities disclaimer I thought I was golfing in Portugal I was definitely sitting in a buggy uh, but <laughs> like things like tennis or yeah. like going for swims like paddle boarding like there's so much you can do whether it's on land or on water that like you're gonna get a really good workout in it doesn't have to be especially if you train in a gym like a lot of our members would train like anything from twice a week to someone who might train seven or eight times yeah. a week, like different ends of the spectrum. But like that could be enough of the gym for those people. So people who train twice a week, they might play tag, they might do a run, they might yeah. do three or four other things because they only really want to go to the gym twice a week. And that's fine. So like going to cool gyms mightn't be the most exciting yeah. thing to them. So like if you usually play tag or usually play five-a-side or usually play squash back here, just try do something similar when you're away. Um, I, I think like played a lot of tennis last couple or the last holiday I was on and like I was like an hour and a half playing tennis blowing yeah. not realising that you just played like you you burnt looked at my watch my steps I picked up nearly 20,000 steps uh, you know and it was only like 11 o'clock in the morning you just you gotta let it distract you and you have so much fun and you realise that you're still you're still tipping away it freshens you up mentally as well when you come back to the gym something like that as well in terms of like you said doing some exercise that's a little bit out of your routine um, and, and then, then go on sorry in terms of you you touched on it with Portugal about you know uh, being able to eat better because of the local cuisine or trying local cuisine like what would you say are the top things that you did when you were away to help you eat better like just it, it's I kind of find sometimes it's nearly simpler when your holidays like the last few places I've been like say Portugal was when my honeymoon in you know, New Zealand and Thailand like it's very exciting to try different cuisine yeah. like you're kind of you're interested you want to try what the locals because generally the thing is when you go to most places local traditional cuisine is generally unprocessed food yeah. unless you're in America that's not I'm not dogging any Americans but like it's typically like if you what's the traditional food in Ireland like meat and potatoes mm. that's unprocessed food so like I just find I like to if you look at say like Portugal's fish like really nice seafood and just salad with everything yeah. seafood and salads um, like there's obviously chips kind of yeah. thrown in most things but like you get like just nice like prawns um just nice fresh salads like really like nice natural dressings not no kind of extra sauces thrown on top and like you just feel so good eating that kind of food yeah. I find. um and then like snacking can become easier as well it depends if you're if you're in a hotel all the time it's difficult if you're you're renting somewhere where 
you know foods at your disposal it's like we we had, we had a house and like the fridge was full of mini magnums every day yeah. it's like they get eaten like, yeah. because somebody goes out and buys them they're going to be eaten so like if you're and that's fine if like you said it's that week-long holiday where it's not the top of your priority list yeah. to be eaten you know a certain way but like if you do need to be eaten a certain way don't go buy magnums or go in somebody yeah. else where they were pringles or what they're buying the whole time you know so surround yourself in that environment that is going to stay in line with your goals yeah definitely i think uh that that what you said about like trying to control what you control with snacks and like if you're someone who's going away and you're trying to lose fat and it's really important to you when you go away on holidays you can get snacks for the airport you know like your fruit your nuts your protein bars whatever it is that's a better choice and you can have that ready so then when you go on the plane you're less tempted by some of the foods that might yeah. not match your goal as much then when you get to the place where you're staying you can go to the local supermarket and you can buy up a few things that you can have in your hotel room as snacks uh, that you can help you go throughout the days and then again just reduces that temptation uh, and then the other thing would be like you said about the ice creams and the magnums one of the things I had down for my notes today to talk about was the idea of having ice cream so I think no matter who you are and what your goals are if you're away on holidays you you can let your head down a little bit and have one ice cream it's not going to kill you mm. but it's just that idea of making better choices than you normally make so if you're going away and you want to lose fat uh, you could have an ice cream or two in that week and really enjoy them because sometimes when you go to the beach and ice cream's unreal yeah. and, and sit down and really slowly and mindfully and really enjoy it but if your goal is you want to go away and you still want to lose fat while you're away and enjoy your holiday it's just a case of not having the ice cream every single day it's yeah. having it at a time that you really want it and and it's going to be a good experience for you like. and, and the funny thing you find out as well is like we had they're like those mini magnums that like you just they're there they're yeah. so easy you could eat like five or six of them but what, what I found with that is which is interesting is I would like skip dessert in a restaurant. Yeah. Because you go, oh, I'll just have one of the magnets when I go home. And these are like, they're about a third the size of a magnet. Yeah. But like, if I even ate three of those, right, yeah. which is a full magnet, that's probably going to be less than what I'd have if I had like a huge dessert. Exactly, it's like, it's yeah. just, these things just work in sort of a, like if it's that all or nothing, if you're not afraid to have a magnet or have whatever, you don't then when you get the opportunity and you see there's a nice dessert dessert menu, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to yeah. nail this whole thing because I haven't eaten a magnum in the last four days. Like, so what? It's not going to, it's not going to hurt you. It's that thing we always say about the Snickers. If you want like to have a Snickers and you look and you go buy like a healthier bar that you think has got this, this and that, it's better for you. Like if you want to eat it, just eat it. It's not going to affect you that much. And it, it just, your increases how positive your relationship is going to be with the food if you're not controlled by it and it doesn't make you feel negative because you've eaten it. Exactly, yeah. And just being mindful and taking ownership of everything's choice and you make you know, make choices and you got to own them. Uh, but also, like you said, just being a little bit more relaxed but still in control. One of the things that uh, I wanted to talk about, you said at the start, in terms of like how you feel when you go away from a holiday, because for the thing that I talked about at the start for me in terms of getting glandular fever twice those holidays sent me back an awful lot I didn't mm. feel recovered and rested but even on other holidays as I've gotten older sometimes I've gone away from a holiday and I haven't come back that refreshed the reason being is I probably spent too much time worrying about things back home mm. in terms of work or things I had to do when I got back so I'd be lying by the pool and I wouldn't be fully present about enjoying the you know where I was or whatever because I'm thinking about things back home um, or the other one would be when 
when you're going away and you're trying to get loads done or whatever and you kind of I don't know if you find this before you go away you're the nightmare. busiest you've ever it's been in nightmare. your life and you normally cut cut back on a bit of sleep and just get things over the line and then sometimes when you go away there's so much going on that you get suckered into again cutting your sleep a little bit to try and pack everything in or you have a late night at the bar one night or you stay later for dinner but you want to get up early the next morning and then sometimes I'd find I'd come back from holidays and I wasn't refreshed the reason being is I cut my sleep a little bit to get it, get myself away and get everything done then I'd go away from the week and I wouldn't prioritise getting enough rest while I was away because I was enjoying myself so yeah. much and then I come back and I'm wrecked after the holidays so like something I've learned as I've gotten a little bit older is the thing you said about I want holidays to mentally and physically recharge me so if I go away for the week just prioritizing some time in that week where I'm making sure I'm getting some extra sleep where I'm making some time to read where I'm making some time to you know just relax a little bit more than I normally do and the other thing is trying to be disciplined with myself to be fully present Mm. so the minute I kind of catch myself thinking back to oh no I don't know if I finished that before I went away or what happens if this happens I'll have or even just thinking about how many emails I'll have when I get back I've definitely become better at being more disciplined and going, no, stop, Kieran. You're here on holidays. That stuff can wait. You know, enjoy this. You're sitting by the pool with a book in your hand and yeah. chilling. Like That's the thing. I think the problem is, like, the first thing you touched about going away, like, I'm even heading away for the weekend, the bank holiday weekend, and I've got, like, five things that all of a sudden I feel like I have to get done yeah. before I go because I'll feel better all of a sudden. And, like that's just worse than long trips I think there was a picture of you in some WhatsApp group about two years ago when you were going somewhere I can't remember what oh, this yeah, was yeah, yeah. Oh, you were going somewhere and you were asleep on Sarah took a picture of you like asleep on the floor with your laptop on you what? When, where were you going for that was it? so we were going away on a holiday I believe to Portugal and I had to record a video for our online coaching uh, and I had to edit the voice to come over it and this is a new skill to me so I was putting a lot of time and effort into it and I had to be done before it went and obviously I'd crammed loads of things in and I had a big to-do list as long as my arm that was the last thing so I said to her I need to get this done otherwise I'll be thinking about it all the time so I stayed up and I was doing it and basically I got most of it done and then ended up just passing out at the laptop on the floor Quality. Uh, and she came in took a photo woke me up and I uh, I ended up getting the thing done but like that, that but, was just prime example but of t- two things that right? one much. is like that's fine you actually had a deadline for something but like you might have been able to I know we're talking about trying to switch off but you might have been able to do that like if you don't want to bring your laptop yeah. somewhere that's fine but like when we went to one of the ski trips um, like I had to do some work over yeah. so like I just said okay I'm not going to stress myself about this I'm just going to bring my laptop yeah. one of the days I'm going to find an hour and I'm just going to do it whether it's on the plane or the airport or whatever instead of killing myself by not sleeping for the two days before like sometimes in life you're very busy and you have responsibilities and things have to get done and like the world doesn't stop for you because you're going on a one week holiday however that comes from like experience and understanding something that is actually important exactly whereas there's so much shit that just isn't important so like I'm really bad but trying to get better is for checking my emails while I'm away just because I like to see what's going on back at home and like luckily I can sort of scan through a lot of them because they're being dealt with by the team yeah. at home but like there's one or two things that I might catch that could that could seriously yeah. stress me but like they're going to be dealt with by people back home or 
other people who are sending emails, they'll be like, right, they're away, I'll wait a week. So what I started doing is we went to that talk with um, Ariana Huffington. Were you at that one? I was that, that year. So she, basically when we were in LA at uh, the Mind Body Bowl Conference, she was talking about, um, and I've started doing this in my emails, she said she's got uh, in her out of office, um, thanks for your mail, I'm away, this email will be deleted, I will not read it, mail me when I get back to the office on the 1st of June or whatever yeah. So I've started doing that with my emails. Contact whoever if it's urgent. Um, this email will not be read. Email me back on yeah. whatever it is, and I don't. I don't read them. Yeah. I to come home, and if they want me or it's urgent enough, they will contact me again. Yeah. And that's it. Like I, I just don't look at them because most of them are things that people will get sorted without me when they've got you know contact roads or contact yeah, exactly. whatever. It will get sorted without me or just get back in touch with me so when I got home there like uh, like Ariel who just started working here was kind of like hey you didn't get back to the email I was like yeah I said I wouldn't yeah. so whatever you want talk to me about it now and I think like those kind of boundaries are, are really important and I found that experience we talked about before with the technology episode like swapping my phone yeah. to the burner phone like I try through that when I go on holidays as much as possible yeah. where I just bring the kind of crappy Nokia phone because it people ring me if they want me and then I don't have to worry about anything until I get home uh, but the other thing is I kind of say like there is going to be distractions and work things are going to pop up especially if you're working for yourselves like we are there is things you're going to have to deal with while you're away and you just got to get people have to get better at managing that stress and not let it kind of ruin their trip um and understand what to deal with and what to ignore and that's a skill that comes with time it's taken us years to get better at that we're still not where we want to be i think but it's something that people should really try and improve on yeah definitely definitely don't fall asleep with the laptop on don't your fall chest. asleep with the laptop and don't be thinking too much about work when you're by the pool the we, la- get, we get that picture actually and put it up with this episode I think I'm I, sure I, 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 find I, I, it. I believe I'm very scantily clad in that photo <laughs> uh, in terms of probably to finish up the last thing was uh, I was chatting to one of the guys who trains with us yesterday and uh, I was asking him what he's doing for the summer and uh, he's got a young family he said he's going away with the kids uh, for holidays and um, I was just kind of asking him where he was going and what he's doing and he said to me he goes um, he goes the biggest thing for me is uh, and the kids is going away and making memories I thought that was just like an awesome thing uh, th- that he said and then he asked me like what I remembered about being young when I was going over on holidays and I said to him like for instance when we went to New Zealand when I was really really young uh, we were kind of following the lions around. My dad was watching the lions games and like all this stuff. When was that? Ninety ninety one, probably was it? No. Yeah, so like huh? no, I don't know. The, what, whatever like that lions tour was, ages ago, and I was really young. Yeah, like yeah. Two, almost ninety three, maybe. Just almost too baby, young. Yeah. Almost too young to remember it. And uh, like you now, he's like, "Oh, do you remember any of it?" I was like, "The the thing that I remember about that holiday was I went for the, on trampoline for the first ever time." There was a trampoline in one of the hotels we stayed at and I was obsessed with that. Or we went to Bali when we were younger. And again, I was... Re- exotic roads. Yeah, very exotic. And I was really young and shouldn't probably shouldn't remember anything from it. But the one thing I remember was in the hotel we stayed at, there was geckos, you know, the lizards yeah, that yeah. crawl. And there was like an infinity pool. So like those two things being from Swansea you'd never seen before in your life. <laughs> so I've it, seen a few lizards in Swansea, <laughs> but yeah. But like that, in terms of like, you know, parents probably spent all this money on going to this Bali and then doing all this stuff. And like all I remember as a kid was the geckos in the infinity pool. But like there, like he said about, and I told him that, he's like, yeah, that's exactly what we try and do with the kids is go away 
and even if they're probably a bit young, go somewhere and like they'll probably remember something really cool. So like his old focus for his family holidays is making memories. And then if you bring it back to like what we were doing when we were older, for instance, you mentioned the conferences that we've been on uh, over to the States. We were making memories and that's the thing that I really remember. So, you know, for instance, going to Abbot Kenny, walking down the street there, doing the gym session, walking over to the beach, having the most unbelievable swim in like massive waves on like a Tuesday afternoon uh, or driving all night to Vegas. You didn't drive all night, right? Hang on. This is a great way to end the show. If you want to talk about experiences, because uh, DMAC, one of the coaches in the gym, is going to the States this summer. He's asking everybody what they do. So this is worth the story. Anyone who's, the, all the good stuff's gone in the episode. You've got all the big takeaways. But we had to drive to Vegas um, all night. So there was Rudds and Shaz up top. It was a six hour drive. They were supposed to drive for 90 minutes each. Yep. And then you'd swap. Me and Mike could go off top. You could go back and sleep. So literally after 20 minutes of... Like 20 minutes is, is probably generous. Yeah. I wake up and the car, I'm in the back seat of the car. Back right. The car is stopped. And I'm looking around going, why are we stopped? In like on the left hand side lane of the freeway. Car stopped. Rudd's is standing outside the car, swapping with Chaz. I was like, oh my God. Rudd's talked, he was pulling in a hard shoulder. He was pulling in the fast lane uh, in the middle of the freeway. I was like, get in the car now on a bend. And uh, my God, I don't know how you didn't die, Rudd's. But then, yeah, you did 20 minutes of driving. You didn't drive all night. And then myself and Mike, Mike didn't drive either, actually. So it was just, that's what I remember is you nearly dying and getting nailed by a truck. But um, look, we're alive, you're alive. Life is good, and that's a good memory. Prime example of making memories. So, you know, that's what holidays are all about. Making memories, and to sum up, go away, enjoy your holidays, decide what you want to do and how much you want to get out of your holidays and how how much is going to affect whatever you're trying to do, and then plan ahead, and then just go over there and do whatever you said you are going to do using the tips that we gave you, and um, enjoy it. Enjoy every moment of it and make some memories. Have some fun. 